Hello and welcome to Pish Talk. Uh, I didn't get the number of this is, but it's in the, it's in the 80s. I think it's mid 85. to late 80s. 85 indeed. or 86, I believe. There we go. I hope if you are watching, uh, if you're listening, you'll miss this, but if you're watching, we've got a beautiful new set. We are at the unit. Check it out. Looks very high-end. Amazing. This is where the students put themselves through their paces, where we put them through their paces, where uh, we put ourselves through our paces as well now. Exactly. But... We're going to put our Patreons up through their paces right now. I want to give a shout out to Ian Downey, Kirsty Bailey, Chris McCulloch. You know, this is the problem. The, the laptop's too far away. The laptop's too far away. I can't reach the computer. But anyway, Ian Downey, Kirsty Bailey, Chris McCulloch, Gordon Brown, Ben Wacker, Adam Wilson, Mark Leslie, Joe's mum, Brian Smith, Daniel Betancourt, Jamie Flood, James Pointer, Will Ledwith, David McCarthy, Ross Wilson, Jordan Schofield, Barry Carruthers, James Weiss, and David Thornton. Thank you so much for your continued support. You know the drill, people. If you're a Tier 3 patron or above, you get a shout-out by name on the podcast, amongst other benefits we've discussed before, i.e. surviving the coronavirus, which was designed... It's a man-made disease to take out people who are not Patreon Subscribe, subscribers, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was invented uh, by people to yeah, get you on Patreon. Patreon, any level, you survive, but uh, tier three, you get a shout-out on the podcast yeah, as well. Right. So, so, but obviously, most important is the shout-out on the podcast, but the added auxiliary benefit is, you know, surviving coronavirus and, you know, the I like that. Auxiliary, ever-impending auxiliary. doom that may or may not come to our world. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, listen, we've got an issue. We've got an issue. Oh, there's, no, there's no weird news. So, there's nothing good, man. Do you there's, know always, what? there's always something. Every time we go on weird news, it's literally like, oh, that's it. They're saying it's going to be the end of the world this week. That's the, the Mayans have dug up ancient hieroglyphs and said that according to scriptures from 21,000 BC, Jesus Christ predicted that the, morns, the, the world's ending tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, the coronavirus is just to, it's the big build-up for uh, this guy's debut on TV next week. Mate, it's yeah. the build to mania, like, and then this guy... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the weird news is interesting. The, the thing is, the problem this week is that Pancake Day was literally... Yeah. As of recording, Pancake Day was yesterday, and so ah. it's all just like... Tiny woman eats 57 giant pancakes. Did she? What? Did she? No way. I'm going to click on that and see what it was. And it's Some just... of the clickbaity articles are just like, that's somebody's life, man. Dude, that's there's somebody's a, life. There's literally a Reddit, uh, there's a Reddit subreddit that I follow that's literally called Saved You a Click. And it just gives you, like, <laughs> it gives you the in the headline, like, in the topic title, it gives you, like, you'll never believe what this guy's done new. And then it just goes, this is what he did. What, what is with it on every site no matter how reputable the site the ads it can be like a mainstream oh, site dude. the ads are just absolute garbage it's like <laughs> buy yourself a new penis you know what I mean it's just like, <laughs> it's like oh my wow Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have decided to no longer do royal duties and in the corner it's just like having penis problems <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be doing any duties tonight. Oh, that was that, oh, was, that was scary. scary. That was scary. We lost. We lost. We, the, the laptop just decided it was it was too much comedy there going on. The, the we need to tone down the comedy. Yeah, it tapped out for a second. I did see something recently about uh, Harry and and Meghan, uh, as if we know them personally. Big, big you know, H big Harry. We call them H and M. H and M. I'm good to H and M. But um, so Harry and Meghan. The, the former royals. I guess they're still technically royals. They are. I, I saw a... I saw a... I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll say it. I can't decide whether it's that, it's that Falkhorn Leghorn or the guy that goes, I'll say it, I'll say it, Ashley, from, from Coronation Street. 
Oh, I definitely, I'm definitely going to go Foghorn Leghorn. Okay, I say, I say, I say. I usually combine the two, but I did see an article. Like I didn't click on it, but I saw. It. I kind of hovered over it, and it was like, oh, Harry and Meghan are refusing to go to this party because it's quote unquote beneath them, eh? And it's like, how is that a thing? Yeah, how is that a thing? It's like you're you're in the royal family, mate. Like, how could yeah? Like you're in the royal family, isn't? Everyone technically, technically, I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't agree with that. Up, but yeah. there are people that would be, that would have you believe that you know they're above. Uh, but then, what if, what if it's just what do you do if you're in the royal family and you just can't be arsed? Like well, we've all been there, where it's like you know, it's like, oh mate, we're getting the lads together, we're gonna go to the randan and have a laugh, eh? Like, are you up for it? And I'm like, oh, see, I'm, I don't, you know what I hate, right? <laughs> this is one of the things. It's like people will just be like. Uh, Oh, we need you RSVP like two weeks ahead of time, and I'm like, for what? Like, what if I just I don't know what I'm gonna feel like on the day. Like, what if I get up and I just kind of be arse going out? Like, remember I was saying before where I was like, I thought that we were going on a Christmas night. I went on a Christmas night out at Christmas, and I thought that there'd be food involved, and there wasn't. It, and, and you're just like, nah, that's when you know you're it. getting too old though, like for that well, stuff. Because I was see, like, where's the food? <laughs> see, when you were talking about the royal family there, what I want to know is when have they just gone? All right. You gotta get a Domino's tonight. Like, yeah. Like, how, is there a Domino's in London that's like, oh, we've got a delivery for Buckingham Palace? Eh? Like, <laughs> right. the like, get me that pepperoni passion, you dafty. It's like, right. Tell you what, we'll get the new guy. Eh? Big Leslie's just started. Eh? <laughs> we've had this call through for Buckingham Palace. Eh? Apparently, they're wanting a pizza. <laughs> They'll get a pizza, all right. Leslie, <laughs> Leslie. Here, here's your first delivery order. <laughs> and he's like, Buckingham Palace, are you sure not? <laughs> Aye. And he actually goes to Buckingham Palace, like, oh, thanks very much. He gave him a 200 quid tip. And it's and, like, uh, boom. The, the Queen's like, I'll use my uh, two for Tuesdays, eh? Like, it's a, I've got a 50% off voucher, eh? Like, it's like, oh, what do you want to do the night for, for Scran? And it's like, <laughs> well... I mean, it's two for Tuesday, and I mean, we did have a chippy last night, you know, so it's like... I, I want to know as well, like, I remember we talked about it before, but, like, there was that picture where the Queen was, like, in, like, the park, and there's, like, this little road that you can drive on, and there was, like, a kid pushing along at <laughs> speed buggy, and the Queen just went off-road, because she was like, I'm not waiting for this, we deft. <laughs> and it was like, I wonder, what's the most non-royal thing the Queen's ever done? Oh, I'd like to know. How, how long has she been Queen now? I want to know, like, what, what video games has she played or seen? Oh man! If any, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. You she, think so? She, she might. She might be an animal. My mum fucking loves Animal Crossing, man. She thinks my mum believes. And again, if anyone could find this, let me know. My mum believes that she might have the most hours spent in Animal Crossing New Leaf. Really? On the DS. How many hours? Well, she's got like well over ten thousand, apparently. Ten thousand. She's been playing it since like. Shortly <laughs> after it came out, like at least for like a wee bit. Every what does day. she like so much about it? I don't know. And maybe it's just the fact that you can just like chill out and, and you know, go and do whatever. You can kind of absorb yourself in another world. And I was like, I told her, I was like, I'll tell you what, you think if you enjoy that, try like either Minecraft or Stardew Valley or like The Sims. I was like, see if she gets The Sims, we're fucked. Like, <laughs> like another thing I want to know is what happens if, if the queen just goes, what, what song does she like on the radio? Does she ever hear the radio? Yeah, what's her, what is her... Music of choice. I wonder if she's ever like. <laughs> no, I was. Gonna, no, be funny if she's like. I'll tell that. you what. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm not into this new music, but that old town road, like, that's that's catchy, you know. 
<laughs> That's catchy. I'm talking about the Billy Ray Cyrus version, not the other one either. Aye, aye, like that little Nas, nah, mate, nah. <laughs> I'm not having it. Eh? I say little Nas, mate. I'm saying we, I'm saying we, nah, mate, not having it. I don't mind that song. It's quite catchy. It's I'll, very catchy. It's man. so catchy, but it pisses me off because I'm a country music fan, and they're like, right. And again, I'm throwing no shade at old Billy Ray here, but. Of all the country music artists, they could—he's uh, basically a, like a mid-carder of country music, and he always kind of has been. A mid-carder, but dude, don't break my heart. Ah, you no, know. you can't be a—you can't be a mid-carder if he's like he's headline mania. Achy you know breaky I mean? heart is like you know it's that one hit. He you know it's the, huge. Though. It is huge. It's I will huge. say, but you remember the version two one? It was like don't break my heart. Oh but, god, yeah, I do remember that. So bad. But uh, it's like he's picked a sort of you know a guy who was once a headliner once. It's kind of like back in the day. It's like when one guy headlines Mania once and just doesn't ever headline again. Yeah. You know, like I feel like, I feel like he's kind of been at mid Carter and then he's came back around and now Lil Nas is, is like right, I, I need to do this, but I can't really take the chance. He's on Cowboy getting, Bob Orton. Like, He's yeah, Cowboy Bob Orton. Pretty much. Because he's, he's basically, he's been in the main event scene. He had a kid that got way more over than him. And yeah. then he's, he's come back into the fold. I was going to say, is he more famous now for being Miley Cyrus's dad? I mean, probably, right? Probably. But probably. then Old Town Road, he's just going, hen, hen. If you think, do you know, shut arguably, your head, shut your arguably Old Town Road is bigger, than, not even arguably, it's a bigger single. Than, than any of than Aki Breaky Heart. Yeah, oh yeah, easily. Oh, by a country by so as, by a as if Bob man. Orton Senior was just like or wait, is that Bob Orton Junior? Uh, he's Bob, Bob Orton Junior. Yeah. So Bob Orton Junior's just gone, mate. Stand aside. I'll headline Mania again. Boom in twenty twenty. And this is the thing. It's like I don't mind it, but what I, when I started to get pissed off was when it started to get nominated for country music awards. Ah. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. I was like, no. You're you're not you know what that because you know who annoyed me with that Taylor Swift used to do that she used to do that one that bitch well she was a country music artist right but then she transitioned into pop but for like four or five years after her transition to pop she start she still was nominated for awards and I'm like look she's a pop star in the mainstream if we're talking album sales iTunes downloads shit like that she's gonna absolutely slap everybody in country music about because she's in a pop music genre across the world versus. A very niche genre of country music. So what's the cutoff? What's the cutoff, Dave? Dave. So let's see what the law. Let's see how do we define country music versus pop music? Country music is ha- it's weird, man. Because a lot of it, it to me, it's it's, it's got to be the sound because like the sound, yeah. Like because pop is just pop. Like a poppy hook is just a poppy. It hook. can like, be anything. You could, you could argue like Linkin Park is pop. It could you be could, anything. You could argue that. You well, know? look at Kings of Leon. Back in the day, that was pop music, but now yeah. it looks like it'd be more of a niche genre versus what's typically pop today. In the 90s, like house music was pop, you know what I mean? That's true, that's yeah. true. Like, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about house music and how like it just never kind of took off in the 90s in the States. But like over here over and here like in massive, Europe, yeah. everyone loved it. Yeah. And even people still love it to this day. I mean, we got to be honest, music is just pish nowadays. It is I'm pish. not a fan. I'm not a fan. Like, I guess I say, I look for specifics. I feel like, am I, am I getting old? Am I Maybe. getting old? Because the thing is, it's like, I look back and I'm like, there's no way that you get, like, even like, let's take the poppiest of pop. I'm talking Backstreet Boys. I'm talking Britney Spears. I'm talking NSYNC. Those songs were destroyers. Yeah. Like, Every little thing I do. Dude, I remember... Never seems enough. I talked about you. Uh, Avril Lavigne. Like, I wasn't an Avril Big Lavigne. Avril. I wasn't an Avril Big Lavigne Avril, fan growing grown up, but I listened back to some of Avril Lavigne stuff, and I'm like, compared to today, I'm like, it's the tits. 
Britney Spears, right? Again, wasn't a fan growing up, but I look back on it now and I'm like, the tits. That, I know, that would do for pop music nowadays. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I could appreciate nowadays, that. Nowadays, pop music is just literally like people saying things into autotune. Yes. Like, I, I honestly... Like, I agree. You know we were talking about doing like some YouTube content? I genuinely feel like I could make a rap song under an alias. We should do make it. make it famous. We should that do That would it. be a good challenge. I think we should do it. That would be a good challenge. Like, come up with a ridiculous topic. And just, it should be like a pop culture topic. Um, like, it should be like... Get it should Starbucks. be like It should be like, eating my pot noodle, eating my pot noodle. And we'll have like a pot noodle dance that we can put on. It'll just be like, whoop, whoop. Like, just like... It needs to have a moment where it's like... Fuck it. No, no, no. That would be too entertaining because that has dynamic. You'd just be like, here I am eating my pot noodle. Like, it's just talking. There's no... Eating my pot noodle, eating different flavors. Now I'm, I'm even I'm putting, catching my Uber. No, no, that's driving. too much. That's it's like guy has five stars. Pot noodle, then nothing for a while. Yeah, pot noodle, pot noodle. Yo, chicken, chicken and mushroom, baby, Bombay bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not even like rapping now. It's people just saying they things. They just talk. Yeah. I know I sound so old. No, you're right. Like, I agree is, with is, you. Is, is, I'm four years younger than you, and I agree with you 100%. Dude, it's, it's getting bad. It makes me a little bit Pod sad. Noodle. Pod noodle. Pod noodle. <laughs> Pod noodle. They say life is like a box of chocolates. I say it's a pot noodle. Like, that's how it should have, like, it should have, like, no, no kind of. No redeeming quality. features. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no redeeming features. Like it's just kind of yeah, just pot noodle. When you're in a rush, you have no other food. Pot no, noodle. No, you should actually you should you should claim like there's some subtext about it. Like actually, it's no about the pot noodle. No, it's about what it's, it represents. Eh? It's what it represents. It's a bit like darkness. Eh? Like it's the darkness in your life. Because can we eat a pot noodle? It's because you can't be arsed making a meal, and it's like that's like the sadness in me. Like it's like I can't be arsed getting my my mental state to a better space. Eh? So I'm just the pot noodles me. Eh? And it's like I was a Bombay bad boy, but I'm now like a <laughs> I, was, I was a Bombay bad boy. I was a chicken and mushroom, and then I've fallen all the way to beef and tomato. Eh? Imagine if like you had like wrestling titles, eh? that would be like the undisputed title would be like the Bombay Bad Boy Championship. The mid card would be the Chicken and Mushroom, and like the twenty four, like the 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 lowest belt, the would, lowest would, belt would have to be the Beef and Tomato. What, like, who there, goes? I want a Beef and Tomato Pot Noodle. Right is there now. a regular Pot Noodle, like a plain original Pot Noodle? No, because I was gonna say because if there is, you must be. Well, the Chicken and Mushroom is the the quintessential one. Is that like the standard like yeah, like plain think about it, like ready salted the, version? Yeah, like the Chicken and Mushroom one. That's like the Red Ranger, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, there's all the Power Rangers. They're doing their thing. But then the Green Ranger, i.e., in this case, the Bombay Bad Boy, comes along and just slapping everybody a bit <laughs> on its own. On its own. That yeah, it's like. Ah. Because I saw the thing, like, you see it nowadays with, like, uh, with art, right? And they're just like, aye, but, like, art's completely subjective, eh? So, like, anything can be art. So, you get these people that are just like, aye, here's, like, a toilet with a broken seat and there's, like, a big shite sticking at the top of it, eh? Because it, like, represents, like, society and how things are just no quite right, eh? And everybody's a wee bit broken, eh? Like, <laughs> mate, what I've done is I actually, for the art, for the album cover for Pot Noodle, I actually just ate 20 Pot Noodles and then shat on a piece of paper, eh? Like, <laughs> 
This is the representation the of how we can take something like pot noodle and how our bodies will make it into something disgusting, eh? And then... We're all connected. Th- We're all connected. Like We're all a singular consciousness. And if you eat 21 pot noodles and then shit yourself, you'll find that out, mate. <laughs> God, can you imagine how... I mean, you would die from eating... How many 20? Pot, no. How, how well, many, how many pot noodles would you have to eat to die? Uh, Put I don't think it'd a, be possible. Dude, the salt in them. Come on. Well, could you give yourself salt poisoning? I mean, maybe not salt poisoning. Okay, well, let's look at this. You could probably inflate your body to the point where okay. you can't move. Okay, so put it this way. If you're if you're me sitting here right now, right? Okay. Or, or you, to be honest. If you're sitting here right here, right now, right here, right now, and you're thinking, I, how do we achieve death via pot noodle, right? <laughs> what Would you die from your stomach... <laughs> Okay. I have to say, see, when I did one of the burger eating challenges, I genuinely thought my stomach was going to explode. Oh, really? <clears throat> what does I that thought, feel like? Just... It felt like, honestly, towards the end of it, I thought, you know how driven and determined I was to win that thing, right? Have you ever seen Alien? Yeah. Remember it, how they're just like, yes. in yeah. the chest buster? Is that what it felt like? Yeah, I thought, to, I thought I was like, I might have made a huge mistake. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you winning the competition at the time? Even after it, I was like, I might have made a, a big mistake. And I spewed six times. Six times. I'm talking Peter Griffin, all oh, out, family guy. The Stewie ones where he's like, Ugh, oh Ugh. God, was there like bits and stuff in it? No, nah, man. It was just like a constant stream. It was literally oh. like, imagine imagine you were playing a video game and like that was a weapon to just go, Fuck. that's what it was like. Yeah. It's that's, projectile, dude. See, I six did- times. And I'm talking like, Dude, you're you're. That's how you'll get abs just by like your ab muscles yeah. being working so hard. I remember I said to uh, the person who was officiating the competition, I was like, "Right, have I won? Is that it done now?" She was like, "Yes, yeah, done." And I was just like, Pew! "To the toilet!" Wow, really? Yes, that's how bad. Fuck, it was. dude. Yeah, because the thing is, you couldn't spew. That was yeah. Because if on the you rules. spew, then you're done. Yeah, yeah. They, that's. I've I've seen man versus food. I know I know the the layout of some of the rules. See now, this is the thing we're going to do. This uh, I don't know if you saw, but I put out a tweet about doing like some eating. I saw that, yeah. Content and here's the thing: like I love food, but I don't want to do like crazy amounts that are going to kill me. Whereas well, I not, feel that expectations been set. Now. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You've you've slowed down your food. Oh, I have because oh, I remember. Big time, big I still time, remember back in the day. I still remember. Ye- years ago, they tried to. Years ago, they, they try to. Pod noodle. <laughs> have you seen that with the guy, the cringe thing, where the guys like they're like, oh, and you've you've got a rap here that you can you can do, and he's on oh, yeah. and he's on the thing. And it's just yeah, like, I've like, seen it. Years ago, they try to. <laughs> years ago, and then he just stops. And have you seen like, one where the guys like, I'm the best. I told you that. No. <laughs> oh, there's another one like that. He's just like staring at the camera. It's bad. Dude, I've been. Uh, so I'm gonna put over our podcast. I've been listening to. It's uh, it's it's called Your Mom's House with uh, Tom Segura and his wife, and he sometimes gets like get comedian guests and stuff on. And who's his wife? Is she a comedian? Christina as well? Pazitsky. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a, she's a comedian as well. Uh, she's sometimes been on like uh, a few other podcasts. Yeah, and um, they they always do these things where they look for what who they call like cool guys, and it's basically just videos of like dafties online, and then they like find their content. It's usually through like TikTok or some shit like that, right? And they find their content, and then they just like follow along their content, and it's usually like there's one guy, and if you if you looked it up, it's funny as hell, and it was a, a video called Good Morning Julia, and right? It was this guy who basically bumped into this girl at the gym, and like met her the first time. Went to ask for her number. Is this real? This is real. Oh, okay. This is legit. Is he real. filming it or describing it? He's film. Uh, he's filming it. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that is stuck in my head. 
Pod noodle. Pod, pod noodle. It's just like years ago they try to give me a pot noodle. Pod noodle. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. It's happening. Saying, Dude, we're doing it. Um, that's the next t-shirt. Pot yeah. noodle t-shirts. Yeah, we won't get sued at all. No, absolutely not. We're going to call it Pat Noodle. I'm going to call it a, a, a cup snack, mate. We're, we're cook, <laughs> cup, cup spaghetti, mate. That's what we're going <laughs> to Cup spaghetti. Um, <laughs> I can see Chad got with something yeah. there. So a pasta cup, mate. mate right? Pasta in a cup, like, what do you want? <laughs> and uh, so this guy, and he gets, he like does a trickery to where he can get her number. She's like, oh no, you put your number in. And and I, you give me your number that way I'll call you if I'm interested because right? she basically just like she's trying right, to be polite. She's patching him. Yeah. She's patching, but she's trying to be polite. Well, he basically does that. He puts his number into her phone and then calls his phone back <gasps> to get her number. Right? Oh. Yep. It's dodgy as fuck. Right? No. Dodgy as fuck. Oh, so oh, it gets worse. So he's like that. Whatever. The next day, uh. he films a video of him. Uh-huh. He films a video uh-huh. of him going, "Good morning, Julia." Hey, and he's like talking about her and like, like that yesterday meeting you, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, he, in China, in China, and he's got like ceiling fans and shit like that going. He's like, I know everything like, there is to know about her. He's like, you're talk. he's like, you're talking about getting back with your ex. And he's like, don't do that. It's a bad idea. You got to find the right guy for you. And I believe that's me. And he's like, look at this house. I built this house. And he's like talking about how he built the house from the ground up and shit like that, and he's going on. That's and at the rough, end, man. he just at the end of it, he like he goes like, "Looking forward to going to dinner with you, getting back to me, Mwah. like that." Ah, yep, ah, dude, it's bad. Ah, but it got so funny, no. right? So that came out that video, and they were basically playing that, Honestly, and talking about it. What I'm it. gonna start doing is see when something's that bad, I'm gonna roll into the ring <laughs> and take a bump. <laughs> so that happened, right? And they pick it up. So they pick it up and they're playing it and they're like, what? they get like Dr. Drew on and shit and he's pure analysing it and going over like what's wrong with the guy. And why I need he to check do- out this Dr. Drew guy, I think. Dude, he's, he's, been he's him a over smart guy, like smart guy. quite funny as over. well. And, um, but then everybody online started making their own versions. So there's folk just in there, like one guy's in his house doing it and he's just doing an impression of it and yeah. doing that. Another guy went a step further because the guy had like three ceiling fans in his house. So he went to a ceiling fan section of like Home Depot and he's just like, good morning, Julia. <laughs> like doing his own impression of the video and shit like that. And I was like, that's funny as fuck. And it's like, I've actually been getting quite into like finding like videos of just these, you know, like TikTok started as like, oh, like, Slip sync along the songs. Yeah, it's now became like Vine two. Right. So there's like certain. So is this one of these things? Because every time a new social media platform comes along, I go, Nah, I'm Same. not doing it. I'm not doing it. So do and I. then do you know we've talked about this before. We've gone, we're fannies. Next time one comes along, we'll get on it early. I saw. And then TikTok. Gary V told us. Yep. Gary V told us. He told us, and I was like, Nah, I know this one, dude. I saw it. And I did. But everyone said like TikTok was for kids. Yeah. Originally, I think it was for kids to go on and lip sync, and then right. people realized. Oh no, we can actually just do funny shit on here. And now, right. like, you know, oh, the- am I gonna have to get on TikTok? Oh, see, I'm not on oh. it. I'm not on it. But I did this with Facebook. I did this. With- I know. I did it with man. Facebook. I did I it with, with Twitter. Twitter. With Instagram. I with was on China. Instagram quick. I know all I about was, Instagram. I was on Twitter quick. I know everything there is to know. I'm an expert. In tw- uh, I've got a PhD I, in I, Twitter. I need, to, I need to tell you. Like the other day, I actually had to call someone in America. Oh God. In America. I mean, I call when you call up and you put the area code and it tells you where it is. It just said Minnesota, and I just oh, had the urge to like Minnesota. <laughs> I was the governor of Minnesota. I was the governor of Minnesota. 
when I was a Navy SEAL. I defied the government and went to Cuba. <laughs> I, I live in Mexico six months out of the year. <laughs> I didn't get my email. <laughs> I don't read any of that because it's false. <laughs> it's becoming someone else, but I can't think who. I know. The impression, who's my impressions, I can never stay on them at the same time. <laughs> to be fair, the Donald Trump one ruined the flare one. It did. It did. It did. It you can't be one or the other. Nah, it's got to be one I've or the other. I've literally got a Donald Trump slash Ric Flair Yeah, it can, it can mold at either point. It can mold at either point. But, like, I was looking at it and I was like, man, maybe I should jump on there. Not to post anything, but just to find videos of, like, these dafties that are just, like, sending these videos out. There's loads of them as well. Oh, like, dude, let's jump on it and we'll make that pot noodle single. I think, yeah, dude, it would get over. Pod noodle, pod noodle, pod noodle. Do you know what the worst thing is, though? I know I'll do that, and it'll get over to a certain extent, right? And I'll, but I'll lose a piece of my soul knowing I did that. Yeah. Just, just that publicity hoarding. And then, like, in 50 years, like, my grandkid will go, Granddad, is that you? Did you do the pot noodle song? Is that song? you? Imagine, like, I did that. My granddad did the pot noodle song. Bullshit, mate. <laughs> mate, I can prove it. Imagine, imagine doing that, and that like gets more over than anything else you've done. Because it's happened to me before. Oh, I was really? in, I was in a, I was in a band for like you know, yeah, ten true. years. Tried my hardest, and then I just you know did this whole wrestling thing, and I kind of took it to the next level. I feel like making this pot noodle song could take it. A it level could further. be. It could do that. Yeah, it's a bit pot like me when noodle. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go into pro wrestling, I'm gonna do all these holds, and you know, showcase my skills. And it's like actually me just doing a double German suplex. It's like imagine it was like imagine you could just fart on command, and it was like your finisher was just like. Mm-hmm. Burp. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you could fart on command, that would get overlaid over. I'm already thinking of like different spots you could do, like, <laughs> like you're running like an international. You're going like drop down, leapfrog. The guy comes back. You're just like, like on the way back. You'd have to get like a mic near like the way yeah, that's, that's of your what, trunk. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to hear it. Well, that's what you would do. Yeah, you would have like you know you get like these headsets. Yeah, you'd have them like just attached to your ass, so you could just pick up the farts. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd have like the green mist like sprinkled across the back of your trunks <laughs> so the air coming out of your arse would just be like just create this big like mist of green and it's like it's pro wrestling it's got to be bigger Aye. the people in the cheap seats have got to see what's going Mate, on can they see that on standard defi- definition tellies no, no. 360p no you need overt me you know overt that's what you need imagine you could imagine you could fart on command that'd oh, be amazing dude. I don't would it though Okay, would it allow you to control actual non-on-command farts? So, like, you know, if you're know. in an awkward situation, you're like, oh, fuck, I need to fart, man. And you're just like, right, I honestly, it. like I say, I just can't eat. I think I am I am a terrible person with my farting these days. Like, I'm not going to lie. Smell I'm not going to lie. Like, honestly, like, see if someone really pisses me off if we're on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> like, see if someone's, like, just being a total ass wipe. Yeah. And then, like, they sit down. I'm... I can't be held responsible. Oh, I should, I I, like, I mean, I might just have to go, like, as I'm walking past, leave a little something, something. <laughs> like, they're sitting there, face level, you know. That's the ultimate. The worst thing you can ever do is have a massive fart and then leave the room. I do that. That's a lot. the worst. You can't. I do the that thing a lot. is, do you have less guilt about it because you can't smell it? Possibly. Possibly. Because, like, if I go and I'm trying to do, like, a wee sly one and I'm like, oh, man. Like, you know, when you try and, like, you try and keep it down, you're like, oh, I'm going to keep that down. And then you, you, it starts to get past your nose. You're just like, oh, fuck, that's bad. Well, I remember one time before training, I, gonna know. I ate, like, an entire tub of humus and it just, like, did oh not agree God. with me at all. 
and just the whole class I was just like yeah it was, it was before before training and the whole class was just like <laughs> like the whole time how many people the, were there the whole time oh it was a full mat oh a that's fine because then no people were calling it out people oh were really out, oh, who is that I oh, don't know it's you no. but like the thing is I couldn't like defend properly like takedowns and shit I couldn't do anything because I was just like trying so hard not to like release this you just sprawled just like <laughs> yeah whereas now like I literally use it to like keep the peace as a weapon exactly not not it's more more a deterrent you know deterrent there yeah you go. so it's like when i'm when i'm about it's like you know i don't want to but you you will i, I will if i, I will. have to Mate, I, will. I come in peace but exactly. Exactly. i'll unleash the exactly. arse it's, weapons it's mutually assured destruction Mate, i will rip arse in this room right now if i have to yeah <laughs> right in your face <laughs> oh christ man but um yeah i feel there, you know what this is as well another one I've found it's a subreddit called Crackhead Craigslist Craigslist I've, I've just realised I forgot to book my seat on the plane oh shit and you know I'm a little pre-Madonna bitch oh, about no. not getting an ILC you gonna do it now I'm not gonna do it now not in the middle of the podcast I can't bring myself to do that you, I mean you could try you I'm could, not gonna do that you could I'm not gonna do that no I won't do that what if you miss out and I won't do that I'll do anything <laughs> for a I'll see it. Pot noodle. But I won't do that. <laughs> oh, that aisle seat, man. Oh, the aisle seat. Honestly, see... Have you booked, see you booked, what the, fl- you booked the flights for the, uh, the Amsterdam so, trip, right? So I get to... Yeah, yeah. So I get to go BA everywhere. So this is how lucky I am, right? I'm lucky that they let me fly BA. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how good Ring of Honor are to the roster, right? They let you pick your airline. But this one, there was a problem with the flight, so I got booked really late. So I'm on United, right? Oh. And I was like... I was so close to getting silver, and I was like, "Oh!" And then, so I was like, "Ah, you know, it'll come. It'll, you know, just a couple extra patience, trips. Like, you patience. know, patience, patience." And then I realized United was in the same group as BA. I remembered. Oh no, wait, no, is, is it American or Delta? I can't remember. But you booked the flights for the Amsterdam trip. Did you book I the did. seats? Like the specific, the specific no, seats? No, not booked the seats yet. I'm we I don't get to choose the seats. Oh right, so I might get pat. You I'm, might be on your. You tell tell the people. You know what. I've, so yeah, I've never been on a flight. I've never been on a flight, so like I don't feel like. And plus, it's a quite a short flight, to be fair. Uh, come on, be fair. Be I mean, fair. come on, come on. It's a short flight, and who's to say that if I'm the middle seat, it's going to be a problem. Um, so I don't know what to expect. I actually don't know. I feel like see when I was younger, for some fucking weird reason, right? In the car when I was younger, when I was growing up, there was obviously my mom, my dad, and then there was the th- there was there was my oldest brother who usually wasn't on the trips because he was older. He's ten years older than me. And then I've got my older brother who's like fourteen months older and I've got my younger sister who's two years younger than me. So we're all quite together. So it's like the three of us. So we'd go on like car journeys, right? And there'd be the three of us in the back three seats. And for some reason I voluntarily put myself in the middle. That is weird. No I fu- no fucking idea why I did that. What's going on there, bro? What an absolute tool bag. Why did I do that? I don't know. Why did you do that? I don't know. What a dafty, eh? I look back on that now and I'm like, I would that would suck. Why would I ever do that? Like, I don't mind window seats. I quite like a window seat, but I also like to be able to control when I want to go and piss. You know what I mean? That's it, fair. Like, I don't want to have to be like, oh, sorry, sorry, while I shuffle my fat arse past somebody's face, you know, to get out and go for a piss. Especially if it's on like a, because I like to drink stuff. I like to drink coffee or juice or water. I just always like to have a drink with me of some kind. Yeah. And so if I'm going to be having a drink or whatever, and you know, I might need to go piss every now and then. I want to control that. That's fair. I want to control. That's it. fair. Because you've said before you're not <clears throat> you're an aisle seat guy, right? 
A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Wait, so wait there. So on the plane, which one would you choose? I would go aisle. You you want to go aisle? I would. Some people are like, oh, you want to go window? No, no. See, I'm thinking because no, no. it's a short flight, and it's my first time on a plane. You want to go? You want to go window? Dude, I want to go window yeah, for the for first sure, one. For sure. So I want to go. Let me know, people. Tweet at me. Tweet me. A hundred percent. Are you? I'll see. Question of the day. I stole this. I'm stealing this from somewhere I saw before. I saw this somewhere else, and I'm stealing it. Question of the day. Tweet at us. Let us know. Are you window seat? Are you aisle seat? Or are you on the earth to avenge the death of someone? And you're like, nah. Going middle seat will toughen me up mentally. Is that what you're doing? Are you the type of person... Are you the type of person that goes to the gym with no music? Are you the type... Oh, dude. I, I couldn't do that. Are you the type of person who eats your pot noodle with nothing in it? Dude, I'm not going to lie. That pot noodle thing's lodged in my brain. Pod noodle, noodle, pod noodle, and like super auto tuned. Pod noodle, yeah, it's, yeah. Pod noodle, noodle. I was in my house eating on a pot noodle. noodle. I wrote about it in my journal with a doodle. Pot <laughs> noodle. <laughs> Oh my god! I'll tell you what though. I do feel like I missed out on not doing Pancake Day yesterday. I was working all day and I was just like, oh. got home and I was like, man, I could have made some pancakes, but I haven't had pancakes in a while. I mean, I'm trying to think. You gotta go. You gotta go maple syrup with your pancakes, right? But I do feel like it's yes. gonna give me diabetes. No, like, no, not every, not every now and then. But maple syrup, it just it's so sweet that I'm just like. Oh, this is going to kill I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, I remember I had, like, I had a very small amount of it. Oh, that's how bad my arm is. I have to, like, reach for my eye. For those who don't know, Dave is uh, waiting to get his arm fixed. Yeah, uh, before I go into pancakes, I will di- I will talk about it, because there is a, so there's a, a big competition this weekend. Uh, good luck to all those competing at the English Open Amateur Wrestling Tournament this weekend. I, unfortunately, will not be there. Uh, I'm currently still awaiting surgery for this arm even though it looks pretty good. That's as straight as it will go. It will not go straighter. That's as much as it will bend. It will not bend further. And as much as that's like, that doesn't seem too bad. Look at me trying to like, touch my own face. Ugh. Look at if I try and take a I just thought, see the way you like, went to itch your eye there. It genuinely looked like you were going to poke your eye out. And I just wonder, you know, you couldn't reach. Imagine if yeah. all your strength came back and you just went, ah! it becomes unstable. Because look, now it's, like, it's almost like, it becomes unstable at the end here. Because it's not, so it's you, like forcing it. Oh man! So trying to take That's a drink rough. with my left arm is like very weird, very, very inconvenient weird. when very you're weird. driving. See, when you put the cup down, you got you got to push it forward or to the side a little bit. It's in shot. It's in shot. It's in shot. There, there we go. Look at that. Nice, my, nice. My coffee's hot noodle. Hot noodle. It's weird. It's the little things you don't realize. Like you go to clean your ear, right? Yeah. I can't do that. I have to use this hand and I have to like reach or reach over. Dude, I've got to give my ear a reach around. See, see, see me, <laughs> excuse me? See when you talk about like your ears, right? I'm like, you know, I would consider myself a pre- pretty clean person. Pretty clean. You know, I have a shower every day, you yeah. know, like at least once. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm on it. All right. Unless it's like, you know, let's say if I'm having a super lazy today, every so often, if I'm in the house by myself, I'm not going out to hell with it. Other than that, Pretty clean person. Pretty clean person. But I don't know what's going on with the ears, man. What's up? How, well, how? I remember back in the day, it was like, oh yeah, wash your ears with cotton buds. 
So yeah. no, that'll give you an ear infection, bro. Do you wash your ears with cotton I, buds? I use cotton buds. Dude, that's... But I don't go deep in. That's the mistake. You don't go deep in. That's... See, I'm too curious. I end up, like, punching my brain. Ah, see, I can't do that. I go... You you go in, like... Like... What would it be? A couple of millimeters you go in? You don't... You know... You know... You don't You don't go... You don't go too deep there. Right. You don't want to go... You're going to have to think of a better way to put this, Dave. You... You don't... <laughs> insert... No, no. That doesn't That help. doesn't work either. That doesn't help. Uh... You operate don't the, penetrate. That's no, no, worse. No, that's worse. Uh, you don't operate the cotton, cotton swab. Yes. Around further than, than the outer ring of your ear. No, you're nah, you ring's a bad word. You ruined it there. But the point I'm making is like this is what happens to me every so often, right? It so how do you clean your ears? Then? So it will happen just like in the shower. So we like screw it a little, you know, just like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> it sounds like. Do you know what it sounds like? It makes me think of the noise that Tom and Jerry makes when when Tom like, d- g- like sneaks and he's like. Yeah, like it's, that. A, it's actually uh, it's actually a Jack Black reference. He goes screw a little. It just oh, means a wee hick. But anyway, my point is like, so there will be sometimes where I actually uh, one thing I would recommend though is I go to the doctors and I get them to, to like flush my ears out oh like syringe like, dude ears. have you ever had that done i haven't no game changer yeah yeah dude i had like tinnitus so all i could hear was for ages Sometimes right i'll just get that it's just you're just like mm. yeah well i went to the doctors and i was like yeah can i get my ears syringed so they were like oh i do this do that do the next thing right actually i've got a funny story <laughs> on that right and so what you want to do is you're like go ahead so, have two pot noodles so, so, yeah so basically what happens is they say, I put this wax in your ears and all that and then get your ears. So not wax, but like put this little, these drops in your ears. Oh, it's like hot. It softens up yeah, the wax. Yeah. And then you come back in three weeks or three days, whatever it is. Then the doctor, three days, I guess. Then the doctor uh, syringes it out yeah. or, or the nurse or whatever, oh, right? God. And they just, what they do is they blast water in your ears and wax just goes, Whoosh! Like it just oh, like shoots right oh. out of your ear. And at the end, they show you. Oh, they show Jesus. you. Right? But remember, this has happened a few times where I've had this done, right? And then, like, later on, I'll just be in a social situation. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, did it. And I'll just feel something go, oh. and I'm like, what the hell? And it's like this football has just fallen out oh, my head. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you got to be careful with those, those syringe in your ears. I did see one clip once, like a gif of someone getting, like, tweezers. And like the tweezers went in oh, their ear. Ah. No, this is terrible. And it was one. It's honest to God, it was like one of those things where it's like a car crash. You just you don't. It's disgusting. But you, you can't look, look at away. It. You have to and, look at it. Yeah, and he goes in, and he comes <laughs> out. Tell with, you what. I swear to fucking God, I'm not even joking you. It was about. I'm trying to think. Like imagine like a, a smarty. thumbnail. A smarty. Not bigger than that. <laughs> a Malteser. Dude, it was like a Malteser size like bit of wax. This big square block of like, you know when you like find a block of like iron ore in like minecraft it's like that see when you said like it was like a car crash you couldn't look away that just reminded me of um that uh, car crash we saw where like we're basically watching this like r- like backyard wrestling oh, like we just stumbled me. across it and then the guy again? i can't remember should we put them over i can't remember what they're called but yeah but anyway if you can find so, them 
What were they called? Oh fuck, I can't remember. But it's anyway, like there's a something. Well, we'll look up. But there's a bit where they're wrestling away, and then a guy literally just runs a boy over with a car. Like <laughs> it's part of a backyard dude, wrestling match. I genuinely did not see it coming. Like it's honestly, <laughs> it came out of nowhere, dude. It, it was amazing. Literally did. It was amazing. These guys were literally like, so they did like jackass type stuff. As yeah, well, I was like, genuinely like, see what happened to say. So I want to go and see this. Yeah, they gen- they're doing like skateboarding, like stunt shit, sort of like jump off roofs and fuck. And like they- there was one stunt that they all did. It was like almost like an initiation that they all had to do, where they lie down and someone just drops like a tire on them from like the <laughs> roof, and they have to like take the tire in the face. It's like, have you been tired in the pus? No, you've got to take the t- tire in the pus, mate. That's what you got to do. That's your initiation. I was gonna say, I got I got to tell you one other thing, just on the subject of ears. So my dad was telling me that he was getting his ears syringed, oh, and I was no. like, oh, uh, wh- where are you going? He's like, ah, it's no bad. I've got I'm going to this place on uh, Easter Road, and it's like only cost me like it was like seventy quid or something. I was like, well, well, wait a second. I was like, cost, quid. cost you money. And he was like, aye, well, it's in two quick sessions. So it's like, it's, you know, uh, or I can't remember. It was either that or it was like 70 quid a time or whatever it was. Oh and I was God. like saying, but you know, you can just go to the, the actual doctor and get that for free. He's like, oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't know that, eh? But like, you know, no, I got this guy. And I was like, so. What, this guy. I was like, is it, uh, so is this like, uh, you know, what would you call an ear doctor? basically an ear doctor an and he's ENT, like ear nose and throat well guy? It, i was like so is it like a practice he's like no oh, no it was no. just like <laughs> oh, no. so i think my, my dad had just like googled it online and it's like a guy that was just like i'll clean your ears for you just went to fucking <laughs> gary's house and was yeah. like but so it's some guy's house right mate, I'm so telling you, mate, i've got the johnson's baby <laughs> yeah, cotton buds mate like that's what it was like and he said when he went in it was like he had like a printed out diploma on the wall he was like <laughs> <laughs> like it was like Doctor Nick, and he's like, so he's like, he's like, oh yeah, this is uh this is oh this is so uh, you could see I've got my diploma and all that. And I was like, did you feel it helped, Dad? He's like, well, it did hurt. I'm not gonna lie, it oh, did God. hurt. I was just like, I feel like this guy has a fake secretary that you yeah, never I know, see, I know. where he's just like, and he shouts. Uh, is that right, like, Sandra? Is that yeah, right, yeah, Sandra? He's, he's just like, hey, Sandra, get the ENT ready. She, she'll be with you shortly, eh? Meanwhile, there's no one there. So basically, then I was like, okay, well, I, you're not. Right, so you've been. He's like, well, I've had one or two sessions, eh? And I was like. So what happened? So, like one year so at a like, time? I was like, but. He's like, no, you need to do it twice, apparently. And I was like, okay, Dad, why don't you just go to the doctor's and just get it done right there and then for free? And he's like, well, oh, I've already paid for oh, two sessions, on, eh? I mean, come on, be fair. Be fair. But it's like, he. That's. That's. You know, he needed the value for money there. Even though this is from, you know, probably a pretend doctor person yeah. messing around with an important part of his life, his hearing. I mean, your hearing, I mean, that's one that, like... Quite important. Yeah, the eyes and ears are the ones I don't get that. How me. people, when they, they get their eyes fixed and they're like, well, just, like, to me, why is it not a thing where more people don't get set, like, eyes lasered separately? What if it goes wrong? Yeah. What if it goes wrong? I want to get them done separate. If I have problems with my eyes, I want to get the left one done. I'm like, looking around... Cool. Still see. That's fine. Do the right one now. Now that you've got that right, do the right one. You got to test it out. Who the fuck? You got to build it up. You don't. Do they two all do it two once. They do. No way. They do. That's Why what I'm saying. Because you you're I think useless. That's nuts. No, I think you can't that's do nuts. shit. I know. I know, dude. Technically, could you drive with one eye? Yes, I but think like so. legally, would they allow? Apparently, you, to do you don't it? have depth perception. Yeah, dude, that's uh, I've I've yeah I've known people like that, and uh, the depth perception is what gets them. The worst thing is, um, and again, like it's uh, so I knew somebody who who had that, and they were saying like they got they actually they were blind in one eye, 
Uh, they weren't born blind one eye. They they became blind in one eye, um, and then they started to get vision back, and that's wow. when it started to fuck with them. Oh really? Beca- well, because they'd already mentally accepted they were right. not going to see that eye, and then when it comes they got back, a little bit back, it's not clear. He's like, it's not clear. He's not no depth perception in it. So and did he's he wear got, an eye patch or no, no. He was like, it doesn't really make any odds. He was like, reading is now more difficult, and like it becomes you know uh, peripheral vision and stuff is weird because again you're so used to not having it. And then all of a sudden it's there again, and it's not clear, and it's blurry, and it messes with you, you know? Um, tell you what, man, the eyes and the ears, I think, eyes particularly are not to be fucked with. No. Don't fuck with the eyes. Ears, the only thing I don't mind, like, I don't mind cauliflower because that doesn't bother me. It's a little bit sore. Like, recently it's been getting actually bad. Like, Let's see it. It's not, it's not getting, like, bad, but it's... Actually, soon your other one there is puffing up a little it's bit. It's puffing up yeah, there. Yeah, man, it's that getting there. That one's not sore, though. But that's getting there. This one's you gotta sore. You got to start draining that, man. This one's sore, though. And it's like, I'm starting to feel it. Like, the more... Because like, what happens is you, you feel it, and then you train, and you're like, oh, my ear's a bit bummed. Like, I'm starting to get it up the top there on my right. I... And, uh, sorry, carry on. It... it uh, but then I go train, and I'm like, it's not recovered in time. But I go train, and it gets worse. Yeah, and that's and then I go again, worse. and it gets yeah. worse, and you're just like, you're, oh. You're better off just genuinely going to your doctor and getting it drained. Oh, really? Oh, 100%. Have you had yours drained? Uh, did I get it drained? Because you've got a little bit of cauliflower. I've got a little bit. I remember, honestly, this is disgusting. This oh, is disgusting. God. Once it, like, calloused up, and I just fought it. I just fought it. I just crushed it. Oh! I just crushed it. Fuck. With my hands... Jesus. I just went... I can't even... It. I can't no, reach you it. can't after a certain point. I, I can't tried, reach it. I tried it with this, and it's that's that's happened. That's happened. I think that's I've, happened. I've, I've accepted it. I think it has as well. I don't think that can be drained. I, do you know what? That one could be I wouldn't be take it any far. further than that, though. I wouldn't take it any further than that. You've got enough cauliflower here to say you can do some damage, but you don't that's want... Right. It's like it's like that pasta. You know those, those pastas that are filled? Yeah. It's uh, not really cauliflower here, is it? It's more like pasta head. <laughs> Alright, pasta heat. Alright, there's pasta heat. <laughs> what was the thing? Have you ever seen Expendables where they talk about Randy Couture's cauliflower ear in Expendables? No. It's like a whole part of it. They literally, he's like, so the whole character is basically like pissed off. He's like, he's subconscious about his cauliflower ears and they're just like, mate, you know, what you'll do is you just, what you could do is you could mark it like you're in cereal, eh? And call it Eerios, you know? And it's just like pops and cracks in that, eh? And he's like, look, I got these cauliflower ears from college wrestling, eh? And it's just like, <laughs> it's funny like the Expendables does just seem like a movie that's like right let's just get all our mates together everyone hard in Hollywood or perceived to be hard isn't it weird how people think Jason Statham's hard yeah dude I'm, what is I with an that argument. dude I have what an is argument with, with my brother the people are like no Jason Statham my would bother brother, everyone right? eh? my oldest brother was like I was genuinely like no but like Michael Jai White and that's like a badass and I was like yeah, you know, and he was like, uh, he was, uh, who was it he said as well, He uh, Michael Jai White, who was the other one he said, Wesley Snipes as well, and I was like, dude, I'm not saying, I w- I'm not saying that it's going to happen, I was like, but I'm pretty sure I could leather Wesley Snipes, and he's like, no, fuck, fuck off, and I was like, <laughs> he's, he's blade, and I was like, he's blade, hey. mate, and I was like, Nah, come on. This is my oldest brother, Graham, right? And he's a bit naive. Like he gets like that. He's quite. He kind of get. He's kind of. He likes those movies. Like when he was younger. What, what's the boy from? Uh, the, what's uh, Luke Skywalker, the actor, called again? Oh, uh, fucking! I've totally forgot his name. Shit. Uh, I've actually forgot his name. Damn it! Not Harrison Ford, Han Solo. Who yeah. the hell plays Luke Skywalker again? Damn it! That's going to piss me off. But anyway, him, it's like, mate, he saw it. He voiced the Joker in Batman, the animated oh, series. Oh, ah, shit, you've just reminded me. Ah. 
Fuck. Damn it, it'll come back to me. Anyway, um, so, what's his name? Uh, yeah, and he comes on to Jason Statham, and I was like, Jason Statham? He's like, no, you couldn't have fucking... Mad. I was mate, like, right. he's been in movies, mate. I'm like, for one, right, for one, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm way bigger. I was like, I'm way bigger. I was like, come on, dude. And it's like, it is funny that... Do you know what made me laugh? Was years ago, years ago, they tried to... Years ago. So years ago, when Expendables first came out, they asked, they were doing interviews with the cast, and the cast, and they asked Stone Cold, and they said to Stone Cold, who's the toughest guy in the cast? Randy Couture. And he said, Randy Couture. And people were like, what? No. No. I was like, are you off your nut? I was like, Sylvester Stone, mate. I was like, Randy Couture would leather the entire Hollywood. He might be the toughest guy in Hollywood. Who is is the toughest guy in Hollywood? It's got to be Randy Couture. Right? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's nobody else I can think of. It's weird. I remember, like, so I remember even, like, I'm talking workers don't understand it. Yeah. Like, I remember a friend of ours was like, oh, well, I think, and this is like, I'm no joke, and I don't mean to blow smoke up my own arse, right? But, like, this this person was like, this is when I was, like, British champ at the Commonwealth Games, he was like, I think the only people that could better you in in British wrestling are, like, these people. And I was just like, because they're, like, big names in that. I was just like, ugh. Like, people just don't, like, I think until you've, like, been on the mats and been oh, battered yeah. by some high-level people, you don't know what high-level is until you get... The thing is, though, it was, I think, I remember Rogan was calling guys out for that, because he called out, he was talking about, because uh, didn't Rogan... He nearly, he nearly fought Wesley Dude, Snipes, yeah, he but was Wesley a, Snipes bailed out. Yeah, he apparently bailed out, and I'm like, that would have been a disaster for Wesley Snipes. Because <laughs> even back then, wasn't Rogan a black belt but in, ju- yes, in jiu-jitsu yeah, back then? Have, and, it wouldn't have been good. And he'd done, like, Taekwondo, is it Taekwondo? Uh, tournaments or something yeah, he'd done. he was like super high level. Yeah, he was quite good, wasn't he? And then uh, he was talking about Jean-Claude Van Damme as well and he's like, does Jean-Claude Van Damme have a competitive kickboxing record? And it's still up in the air because you can't... But back in the day though, you could just pretend to be a badass. Well, at the end like, of the day, most it. people, that's what they but, were though. But how do you just go, uh, how do you just go like, Jason Statham's just like, Kim, what? I'm just going to be a hard man from now on. Well, he does I'm have a legitimate guy. kickboxing skill. Like he does, tra- but he trains in kickboxing, so it's like it's a completely different game. We've from- been there. We've yeah, it's been completely there. different We've, from competing. Yeah, exactly. Like we know different that. Yeah, yeah. Like I became Without, a, a yeah. way better wrestler when I actually started competing. And yeah. MMA stuff as well. It's like being able to adapt it for like it's one thing to be a strong wrestler, but then to adapt it for more of a dynamic situation. You know, it's a completely different animal. But. But that is, again, perception is reality. I mean, to be honest, when I was a kid, you couldn't have told me that The Rock couldn't have batter anybody. Yeah, like, see true. if they would have been like, at the time, like when Tito Ortiz was a champ, I'd be like, The Rock would batter him. <laughs> but he gave him a rock bottom. Mate, he'd be giving him the big spine buster, big DDT right into the nip up, mate. Remember, I remember back in the day, The Rock did an interview where he claimed he tried to get like some of his WWE shit into every movie he did. Nice. And if yeah, if you look back at his old movies, he does a lot of rock bottoms. In Walking Tall, he legit what he in Walking Tall he legit rock bottomed the guy and then nipped up. I'm not even joking you. Rock bottom then nip up. Uh, surely it's yeah. spine buster then. Uh, no, he literally like rock bottomed the guy, turned over and then nipped up. And this was in like I think he was in the casino. Have you ever seen Walking Tall? Uh, it's I've the one bits of it. I, I gotta be honest. I have to be totally honest. I'm a huge fan of The Rock. He's, oh, the, he's the reason I got into the business. Don't care for any of his movies. Oh, really? Apart from... And again, not, nothing against them. They're all, like, solid, you know? But there's nothing that's, like, blowing me away. Whereas, 
actually, to be fair, I'm halfway through. No, 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 come on, be fair. I mean, come on, be fair. I actually thought Hobbs and Shaw was pretty great, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, like I started watching, I was like, this is pretty cool. Maybe I need to go back and check out other ones. Because I'd kind of, I'd seen a few and they just didn't really click with me. Dude, that's Maybe what I need all to watch. movies are like. Yeah. They're all like that. They're all... I thought basically. he was good. I thought he, he he's was He's great good. in every movie he does. Yeah, I think he's good in the movies he's in. I watched uh, San Andreas recently, and I actually thought that was really good. I thought that was fantastic. Um, but Walking Tall, I really enjoyed. That was one of the the, rig- of the early WWE films. Oh, really? Like, way back. Like, before they did, ah. like, the Kane film, before they did The Condemned or The Marine. This one was, like, way before. This is, like, one of the first WWE films. Uh, it's good. He plays a... Uh, a former uh, army sergeant right. who comes back. WWE had a weird thing about army guys back in the day. I know. All their films. Everybody everybody was military back in the day in their films. But anyway, so he comes back home and he, his buddies all go, they take him out to the new, the new casino that's in town and they go out and they're having a good laugh and then they're playing, uh, I think they're doing roulette or they're doing something. They're playing a game in the casino and the guy loads the dice. So it like fucks the dice up. So right. when it goes, he switches the dice out and The Rock calls him out and he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with these loaded dice? And then the guy's like, no, nah, mate, you're you're talking pish. So The Rock basically goes on like a rampage. The guy tries to batter him, so The Rock goes on a rampage, batters everybody in the casino, then eventually gets like hit from behind and goes down. They beat the shit out of him, leave him out in the road to die. He goes to the hospital, comes back, and he's like, no, nah, I'm fighting this, eh? And he goes to court, and it's like, boom. He eventually becomes like the sheriff of the town and starts like running the town. <laughs> Which is ironic, because remember his promo, the sheriff's in town. Yeah. The sheriff's in town. That's one of my favorite promos. The thing I used to love about The Rock was his ability to just like say anything, but make it funny as anything. Like, yeah. So when Shawn Michaels came back and he's like, there's a new sheriff in town, The Rock was just like, the sheriff's in town. And it was like funny as hell. Whereas if anyone <laughs> said, that, anyone else said that, you know, what I mean, there's something about his delivery that is just magic. I tell you what, the first guys to take the piss out of it, people with that sort of stuff. Yeah, it does make me sad about modern wrestling though, because like, naming no names, I sent you a promo today. Oh yeah, literally, what was it like? Two words or something like that. Two words. And it was just like, how has this made it? Like, and, and I'm just like, it, it upsets me. me. I just feel like promos just don't matter anymore. Well, it upsets me because, and this is the thing, it upsets me a little bit just because the perception of me is that I can't cut promos. That's always been the common perception. And to be fair, we did, oh, come on, be fair. We didn't help that perception by doing the Bantz thing last year. Uh, you know, but fuck it. But then, then I see that and I'm just kind of like, what the f- uh, You know what I mean? I'm a, bit, I'm a bit like, ugh. That was 2017, was it not? Was it? Yeah. Oh, was it 2018? Was it? I don't know. It was it was sometime. Um, the last couple of years have been a bit of a blur, but um, yeah, I see I see that, and I'm just and again, you're correct. Where you're like, you got moving a little bit for the oh yeah, the squaring up. There where we it's go. Uh, there we go. It's a little bit sad that yeah, it almost seems like not only is the delivery and the quality of promos gone down, it almost seems like they're less. There we go. There we go. It almost seems like they're less important now. Like back they, in the day, they are less important. Back in the day, can you imagine Stone Cold if he never did yeah, segments or promos? Dude, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like I just think that, like, don't get me wrong. There's things about the athletic like state of wrestling today that just would never have happened oh, back agreed. in the day. Like you know, what I mean, amazing feat, feats of athleticism. But I just feel that wrestling is becoming so niche. You know. And that's when I started to realize, for me, like, I've, for the past while, I do feel I've upped my game significantly. Oh, you I have. really do. I really do. But I feel what I should be doing, again, is Gary V in it and double, doubling down on what I do. Which is, is exactly what I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to take some creative risks in the next, 
six months that are either going to see me ascend the card or descend it. Well, <laughs> There's no status quo here. So hey, you got to go out. And yeah, you got to live and die by the sword. Yeah, man. exactly. And I feel that uh, I'm, I believe in this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take some big creative risks. Positive infinity, man. Yeah. Positive infinity. Don't protect do, I'm, anything. I'm, yep. And I I really believe in it. I really believe in it. And I feel like there's no there's no safety net. There's no. I just have to go for what I believe in. And but the thing is, though, you hear that in wrestling. Whenever whenever somebody really gets over, it, it's when they fight for something. You know. Yeah, I I think I believe in that as well. Like, I I I think you're right. If you look at it back in the day, it's like The Rock basically was like, "Give me a mic, give me thirty seconds." Yeah. And it took off. Look at Stone Cold. He apparently the story goes, you know, don't cut my stuff. Boom. All yeah. of a sudden, it gets it gets over like Rover, and you're just like. Well, I found in life as well. I found that all the fortune t- favors the bold, bro. Yeah, what what I've had is there's been situations where something difficult, like okay, so recently, recently, I've been presented with a very difficult creative challenge. Yes, that I've, that I've told you about. Very difficult. I would, yeah, and very tough. I yeah. think I I feel I've come up with quite a creative solution to what could have been. A tough spot for me. Yeah, not in a bad way. Just like again, this is at a higher level now. I'm the 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 things that I need to the projects I'm doing, the things I need to do. There's more detail. There's higher stakes. I've I've come up with some creative solutions for how I'm going to basically get myself more over right. But what I'm thinking is that's through a lot. And we were talking about this earlier in one of our um, training sessions. Is that basically I found that. I think my big skill isn't that I'm naturally good at this, that, or the next thing. I think it's I'm willing to put hundreds of hours of thought into how am I going to get this over. Yeah. I'm thinking how am I going to... I'm willing to put in that thought, willing to put in that time. And again, it's just what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to fight for my ideas because I just... I know in my heart when it's right, you know? And what... Just to round off that section, what, what I do want to say is that I found... All the things that have served me best in my career from the entrances or when I was like, you know, kind of ultra bad guy in WCPW, yeah. like when I was doing all, all the stuff that's got me most over in wrestling is through adversity. Something has yeah. happened, something has happened and it's forced me into a difficult situation. When things have been a bit too easy, the bookings are coming, no problem, that's when I start to... Well, get stagnant whereas now i feel like being in ring of honor is pushing me on every level and now i feel there's going to be another evolution i, was I just feel like there's that. different parts to my career and i feel i'm ready to take it to the next level well you're on the edge of your comfort zone right now you know yes. what i mean and that's the thing it's like it'd be easy for you in your position to to stay where you are and kind of oh i'll take the bookings and I'll, I'll be on the posters and i'll be in the main events and do all that stuff but instead you're you know you're taking the leap and doing ring of honor you're in a position where you're not the top guy yet. You're in a position where you're not the most over guy yet. You're in a position where you need to fight for that. You need to strive. And what's to get- the answer? That's what you got to do. Whenever you get into a new company, what's the answer? Yeah. There is something. And there that's is it. something. But what is it? You're pushing yourself out on that limb. And that's, to me, it's like, that's the only way you're going to get better. It's I- to make yourself, I'm a big believer in your ability to get good at something is how long you're willing to suck at it. And maybe yeah. not, so maybe not in those literal terms, but like, are you able, are you comfortable enough, are you humble enough to step into an environment where maybe you're no the big cheese, maybe you're not the fucking chief of the ring and you go in and yeah, you're the least experienced guy in there, you know what, the, you're deferring to these guys, are you, in a, are you in an area where maybe you go in and maybe you don't know all the answers or maybe you need to question your, your, your motivations here or no, you know what I mean, what do I do here or what do I do there? What I'll say is through 
Ring of Honor and through coaching, yeah, I genuinely feel like I'm twice the wrestler I was six months ago. I think you are. Like I just honestly, I look at how I, I approached things six months ago, and I think what I think you went through a huge change when you were WCPW champion. Yeah, and I think in ring, yeah, when sure. you went from when you went to WCPW, you stepped up a level, and I was like, oh shit, like because I remember I worked with you before that a while back and I worked with you during that time and I was like oh fuck you've stepped up a shit pile and then now with this it's like next level it's like you've completely it's like the way I say when I go down and I train with the British squad in amateur wrestling when yeah. I go down and train with them I come back and I feel like I've leveled up you know it's, it's like you've leveled up right now yeah it's it's really exciting man it is really exciting and sometimes like when you're like I'm quite an anxious person we've talked yeah. about this several times before it can be a bit of an emotional roller coaster because see when yeah. you're first presented with these challenges it's they're scary. great they're great opportunities but it's like I want to smash this how do I smash it I can't just deliver I have to knock it out it's a ton of to pressure week. like I'll tell you one thing I have found what I've started doing and you've probably noticed this is before I went from the advantage of see before when I did my entrances in ICW. Yeah. What I did is I did them like the day before, two days before. It was like boom, 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 boom. Very, yeah. very South Park style, which is like right to the last minute. Yeah. And that, there's a spontaneity that comes with that and there's a lot to that. Whereas now when you're in a corporate environment, that just doesn't cut the mustard. No, Because it, it needs to be in by a certain date. The lawyers need to clear it. Management needs to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's there's more time and more thought. Now the plus, the plus of of that is I have more time to dissect the problem and I am honest man the thing with me is whenever I have the idea I'm not afraid of putting in 72 hours editing on that computer or whatever yeah. I need to do once the idea is set my stress goes because I know and I trust the idea and I know it works just like unfortunately I couldn't use it but you know the Power Rangers and the yeah. friends and when I had that nailed I was like that's it and I committed everything to that and I got it done we couldn't use it which kind of sucked it's on my YouTube but you know they tried their absolute best to get it through we just YouTube. couldn't, com we just couldn't use it because Henry? I'd done it it was it's, it's a bit of a risk it's funny I mean? because I remember like we knew that it was funny and entertaining because we genuinely like you told me about the idea and then we started riffing on it and coming up with other things to add to it and yep. we were pissing ourselves just laughing. even talking about it yeah and that's, and that's when, when we knew yeah, that's when you know now the thing is that didn't quite like I, obviously it's it's i knew there was not the chance of me being able to put the friend song on tv yeah. was low you of know course. what i mean like i knew that probably wasn't gonna happen it just couldn't happen right so now i've got another problem and it's like, now I need to go back to the drawing board, come up with something completely new. And this idea that I've got now has just put everything into perspective. And I know I know what I need to do to get over. Like, So when I first came into ICW, the way I got over there, and it was like instant, like just established myself. I now know what I need to do in Ring of Honor. And I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. But see when you've got these longer periods of buildup, yeah. what it does is it gives you time to overthink shit. And that's the problem. Uh, not like you're bad for that, I know, right? I know, I know. <laughs> that's the one problem. So my projects that were usually three, four days have become stretched over two weeks. Yeah. You know, three weeks, four weeks. So what's happening is I've I've learned as well that, again, there's a great piece of advice, which was just be in the moment for whatever you're Aye. doing. I talk about it a lot, right? But and I truly believe in that. So see when I'm intensely filming something. like So, for example, when I went to – we had training on Sunday. We had the training school. Mm-hmm. Went from there, went to the studio – and then uh, recorded that, got home, 
and I just crashed after that. I think I actually went to the gym, but then the next day, like I did nothing the next day because I had nothing left. I had nothing in me. Whereas before, what I would have done is tried to half-ass everything. So I would have gone to the gym and half-assed it. I would have Aye. gone on the computer and I would have just like tried to work through some paperwork. Yeah, stretch yourself really yeah. thin. Whereas I think what it's better to do is be intense, then have an actual break, then be intense. Because see if you don't have breaks, it, it's intense all the time. It's not intense after a while. You're just coasting at 50%. Well, it's one of those things I was talking about. So I was doing, again, and I'm a big fan of this. Uh, again, a lot of my analogies come back to amateur shit just because that's yeah. kind of where my, my head is at, at the moment. Yeah. Um, but like I was, for example, Carrie Colat, you know, who we know is, uh, you know, a top level wrestler. He talks about it and he goes, I don't always want guys to get exhausted when we're drilling. Is it because then their technique starts to go and then yep. they're imprinting bad habits? So, like on Friday, there I was wrestling, I was doing some drilling with some guys, and a guy, uh, that sounded wrong. Uh, <laughs> I was doing some drilling. Eh? Uh, uh, so, I was uh, uh, working on technique, wrestling technique, uh, with a couple of guys, and uh, one of them is a, a guy we know quite well, a guy Lockie, who we, we talked about before, who's really, really good, really strong. Uh, for his age, he's absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, we're sitting there drilling and drilling away, and he goes, uh, and you know, I was like, just taking a rest. And I'm like, grab water, man. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't we, you know, the idea is that, oh, yeah. we don't want to be seen to be drinking water and being tired and so that. But I'm like, stay hydrated, dude. Stay yeah, hydrated absolutely. as fuck. Stay I drink all the time, man. Like, even when I'm not tired, I'll just be drinking water because I want to stay hydrated. And it's like, I don't even care if I've got to leave the mat and get my water. It's like, I'd rather be hydrated when I'm working on technique. Because if I'm not, just because it's like, oh, well, the other guys are no getting water day. Like, obviously, they'll yeah. think I'm knackered. I'm like, who gives a fuck? I'm going to yeah. do better technique when exactly, I'm hydrated. Man. Exactly. I sweat like fuck, man. I like look at a warm up and I get <laughs> roasted. It does remind me, like, when I was at the Commonwealth Games, like, before I knew enough about, like, diet and exercise, oh, God. And calorie count and all that, I remember we would just have, like, you know, just like three Gatorades a day. Oh. You know, <laughs> just like, we trained our asses <laughs> off, and then it's like, yeah, there's, like, there's like 80 grams of sugar for you. No problem. Jesus. And I still was in decent shape. So imagine what shape I would have been in. If I didn't, but do you know how hard those workouts were, man? I literally felt like I needed it. I well, felt it like I needed yeah, it wouldn't have done you any harm. It's like you just don't want to replace water with that, you know. Yeah. Like if you if you're taking in like if you're still taking in like two, three, four liters of water plus mm. the Gatorade, it's not a problem, you know. Especially if you're like doing two or three day a day workouts. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Let's call it there. That's been an Calling hour. It. This has been Pish Talk. Thank you for joining us. That was an, an insightful episode. Check out EdinburghWrestling.com to see your wrestling school. I'm at Joe Hendry on Instagram and Twitter. Dave? I'm at Dave Conrad UK on all social media. Uh, I'm going to be starting TikTok soon. Uh, probably, probably not. Oh, Let us know. I'm going to have to start TikTok. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm maybe going to go on it just to look for Daftys and see what's happening, yeah. like funny guys. Let us know what you think about the new setup, guys. I want to know. Tell us what you what you think. Tell us uh, what was the question of the day again? Oh yeah, where do you like to sit on the flights? Let me know where you yeah. want to sit. Middle, aisle, or are you one of those people that likes to see what's happening outside? Let us know. Let us know. Anyway, um, I've been the prestigious one. He's been Dave Conrad. I have and been. We shall see. Oh, before we go. Please do, if you enjoy what we do, check out Patreon.com. It starts yes. at a dollar. Patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. Thank you for the support, and we shall see you. Sport. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the support, really. We shall see you next time. Bye bye.